looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill It's a dangerous love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me now Only thing that's on my mind Is to go around this town tonight Hey, welcome to another Formula of Sports Talk Voice America Sports we're in the studio. We live. Alex Clancy is here with all his notes and papers. Uh, well, we got a good show for you. We're gonna run down the uh, sports uh, of last week. Last week being last yesterday, Monday night football, Sunday night football, Sunday football. Talk of baseball. Got, got some Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks has clinched the NL West, so we definitely want to talk about that. We want to talk about some local sports, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, we may be getting to Arizona State, uh, beating USC last week. A great win for Dennis Erickson and those guys. Uh, I want to say getting over the hump, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff playing into that. This is Dennis Erickson's year. He also are playing with the guys he has recruited for the past uh, four years, so it's time for those guys to win. Also, we got um, Deborah Debris. She is... Uh, well, actually, we don't have her. She just had knee surgery. She had knee surgery, so she may call in. I don't know. Uh, uh, Samaj Kadir out there in L.A. doing a little research, going to school, doing her thing. So she may call in all the way. But you got Alex and myself. Uh, we're going to bring everything you need in sports today. Alex, what's going on? Not much, man. Good morning. Good morning. As you was rushing to get here, traffic was bad? Yeah, it took me 40 minutes to get, you know, 12 miles. For Mesa? Yeah. That's Arizona traffic. Yep. That's why I don't drive out here. I, I, I do not like the traffic. You got here. a driver? No, I wish I did. <laughs> I, no, having a driver, I don't know. You just, only time you have a driver is when you're drinking. Fair, That's the only time you true, need a driver. True. Oh, you know, uh, like, uh, John Missile, he catches the bus everywhere. He catches a cab everywhere. Oh, yeah, I saw him walking up this morning. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. that yeah. That's, that's a cheap way to do it. Absolutely. You don't have to worry about DUIs. You don't have to worry about being stuck in traffic. True. That's like that city life. Cabs, buses, and, trains and that we do have a train here yeah. all right how was your weekend man how was the uh, sports training? it was good i watched um i watched the asu game at uh dave's electric right across the street from the stadium it was out of control dave electrics where's that it's directly across it's right next to the uh, light rail directly across the street from uh, sun devil stadium okay. out of control it was packed to the gills and i think i know where i think i know what you're talking about that's on uh okay all right well you watch any um high school football no, I did not. You gotta watch Chandler High School. I th- that's the school I want my boys to go to. Chandler High School. I mean, we we right down the street from uh, Hamilton High School. Okay. Yeah, but, I, I heard of, I've heard of Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton is fine, but I don't like the. They got a lot of nonsense with them. Mm-hmm. And but they win national championships. Yep. They win champ. Not to say nationals. They win championships, high school championship games. But I also like Chandler. Mesa is a pretty good school. Uh, a little too far. You got. You know who's playing well? It's Basher. Yeah. I don't know if you watch those guys play, but those guys, uh, that coaching, head coach and coaching staff over there has those guys playing at another level. They're 3-0 and right now, beating up teams. Yikes. All right. 
Let's get into some football. Monday Night Football, you watched that last night? I did. What you think about I was impressed with Tony Romo. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not a Tony Romo fan. I, got, I believe everybody knows that. But his effort and going out to get it done. And you, you see you see how he was getting at those guys, especially the center. What was that center thinking? I don't, you know, that's four times. Four times. I've never seen that before. I'm sure you haven't either. Four missed snaps. I've seen it at Mason Community College. We had some idiots uh, snapping the ball. A <laughs> little, little different level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. That was, I mean, I don't know if it was... Um, he was really the offensive coordinator on the field last night. His, he had his young receivers, didn't know where to go. It was a third down, uh, I think it was third and goal. And um, these receivers, like, he's really telling them, pushing them where to go and, and to what route to run. And it's just, I mean, you could definitely see he was frustrated. But he had control of the team, and they ended up pulling it out. And I like to see that frustration in him because he plays a lot. He, I think he plays with a lot more passion. Mm-hmm. In previous Tony Romo games, uh, it just looked like he's just there to be there. He's just happy to be the quarterback. You got to live up to the Danny White. Danny White didn't win the Super Bowl, but you got, you know, the quarterbacks at Dallas. You got to live up to that Troy Aikman, mm-hmm. Roger Starback, those guys. Um, you, you are, at the same time, you are your own person, but right. you're a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Well, he was, I think he, um, unfortunately, you know, after the, uh, after the fumbled uh, field goal attempt in the playoff game, um, he, or to get to the playoffs, he was kind of like poor me, and now he's like, you know, it's my time, and he's he's uh, sucking it up and playing hurt and changing people's perspective perception about him. Yeah, I was I was I was it was good to see him out there playing, especially after a broken rib and a puncture lung. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can say the same thing about Michael Vick, and we'll get into that. But Rex Grossman, Rex Grossman's not doing anything to really lose that game. Um, you know, he had some guys that's hurt, he had some guys that dropped balls, but I think in that Mike Shanahan offense, he may be the guy he was in college. Yeah, I but he throws so many lame ducks that are just up there for up up there for the pick and for the for the <laughs> DBs. It's it's out of control. He some of the balls he threw yesterday, the two picks he threw were nowhere near the defender. He threw one in between three defenders trying to get it in. I, I mean, it's just Well, you know what? It, you know what it is cuz in Chicago he didn't have that confidence level. Uh in Chicago, he made a lot of bonehead decisions with that good defense they had over mm-hmm. there. He got away they, with it. He got away with it because that defense would always bail him out. And remember, this guy also was playing in the Super Bowl, um, mm-hmm. and he was probably probably the reason they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, probably. But he has that confidence level now. You know, he had to um, beat out Beck as the uh, starting mm-hmm. quarterback, which many say Beck is the uh, favorite or was the better quarterback. But he won the job. He had these guys up until last night, two and zero, and they was playing for the divisional lead. Against the Cowboys, who are they are now tied right. two and one, two and one, two and one. Um, but he has that confidence level where he can go out there and feel like he's squeezed those balls in there. Yeah, but two or three months ago, he didn't even have a job. So that's <laughs> got to say something too. I mean, they picked him up, but I, I don't know if he's going to last the whole year. Well, if you, um, well, the quarterback who's not going to last the whole year is Jay Cutler, but we'll get to that also. <laughs> and he's a good quarterback. He's he, a good quarterback. But uh, you know, it, you not you don't have a job. Three months ago, four months ago, okay, you get a job. You don't play conservative. You go all out and then improve. You leave everything on the table. See, it's so he. It's such a he makes so many good passes. The good only good quarterbacks make. And then he just throw. He throws passes that I would throw with you know with with the lineman coming at me. We're never um, we're never practicing with a team. Just going out there throwing. Well, they lost the game. Uh, that was a it was a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Who got MVP of the game? I, Tony Romo got MVP for the effort. Uh, just getting out there with the situation you have to do and being a quarterback, having to throw the ball with the puncture long that's probably the hole closed up because it was a small puncture, uh, but he still has a broken rib. But the kicker, the field goal kicker for <laughs> yeah. Dallas Cowboys, the rookie. rookie MVP, 
six field goals to win that football game, a lot of them from great distance. I mm-hmm. think three of them were for 40 yards mm-hmm. or more. Uh, and that's huge under pressure of rookie playing in a, a divisional game against the uh, Washington Redskins. Um, but Dallas have beat Redskins five or the six times, so uh, you just expect to beat a team. You know, like we'll get into some Buffalo New England game. You just expect to beat Buffalo uh, if you're New England Patriots, but you still have to go out there and play that game. Houston, Texas, New Orleans Saints. New Orleans won that game. 40 to 33. That was one of the most exciting ones of the weekend. And that's true. Sure. That's all Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can't be out there by himself and play against 11 guys, but what he does, uh, what those, how those players react to him. The score was, what was it? Uh, 19, 1917 17, into the third. Into the third. Uh, these guys and Drew Brees came back and, and won his game. I think he just don't want the city, not only his players, but the city of New Orleans. He, he just don't want to let those guys down. They don't lose a lot of games at home. Yeah, and he was playing horribly until the fourth quarter. He threw right. three touchdown passes in the fourth quarter. Um, and he has he has a new uh, uh, tight end, Jimmy Graham, right. who's really, you know, he's he's there with the new wave of uh, Antonio Gates' um, trailblazed uh, mm-hmm. tight ends. And, uh, you know, but he's, he's always had receivers, and he just can just, he's so talented. Yeah, well, you had those dominant uh, tight ends like Gonzalez, and then, like you mentioned, Antonio Gates came in, took that reign, and, it, there were no defensive back, no corner, no safety, no linebacker that can cover this guy. Right. Seemed like he was always open. Just like it seems like Larry Fitzgerald's always open with two or three guys on him. But Matt Schaub didn't have a bad game. He mm-hmm. threw for 373 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, just a lot of, you know, you just can't. In a game like that, you can't make those mistakes. And we looked for the Houston Texans to get over that hump uh, over the years and maybe to have that confidence level to come back. With Peyton Manning being out, they feel like they can win that NFC Absolutely, South yeah. or NFC North. Um, I mean, sorry, AFC North. Mm-hmm. Um, and they play on with that confidence level, but they just ran up against a better team, in my opinion, the New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees. Well, I mean, their defense, uh, the Texans' defense has been the most surprising this year until this game. I mean, you can't really play defense against the uh, against the Saints. You just kind of have to hope and pray that they don't score 40 on you. Right, and that's their defense is scoring 40 on you because defensively they, they're giving them 33 points. You can't do that. Right. Uh, and I do want to get into the Cardinals only giving up, what was it, 17, 16 points. Yeah. They should win those games all the time. Uh, I say 95% of the time. So the offense didn't show up in that game. But the New Orleans Saints got a final running game. If they don't find a running game, then Drew Brees is going to be passing for, he's going to be attempting 44 passes. I think they have to pick a running back because they've always had Christopher Ivory, Pierre Thomas. Pierre Thomas is the and guy. Reggie Bush, and, but Pierre Thomas isn't getting the carries. No, they, well, let me see. Maybe Mark carries, Ingram right? will be the guy. It's some, he'll be the guy. On be, the goal line, he could be the guy, but yeah, he's, he's not, he's not the guy as of, uh, Mark, and, he, and he's a rookie, so you gotta, you gotta give him that much. Uh, but I mean, really, they're only, they only ran the ball 22 times the whole game, combined. Yeah. That's including Drew Brees uh, 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 scrambling. And that's not good at all because you're asking um, Drew Brees to throw the ball 44 times. Mm-hmm. And you have to, if you're coming from behind, if you don't have a running game. Uh, but there was a, what they do best in the uh, New Orleans Saints is they distribute the ball passing-wise mm-hmm. well. Everybody gets touches. Absolutely. Uh, but how many times did they run the ball? 11, 22 times. Uh-huh. Um the longest one being 30-yarder by uh, Darren Sproles. Of course he's going to be. Yeah, for the touchdown. Yeah, for the touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Ingram had nine carries for 38 yards and one touchdown. That's why I say the closer he gets to the end zone, he becomes a better back. 
you play a guy like Sproles out in the field, but how do you you don't want to burn this guy out through this long season? Kickoff return, punt return, um, starting running back, getting beat up like that. Pierre Thomas had to step up. I was always a fan of Pierre Thomas, but he has to step up and run the game. Or the offense coordinator have to have that confidence in him. Yeah, I mean he gets hurt too. Denver yeah. and Tennessee. Denver, it's not much to say about the game. We can say the score was 17-14. Yeah. It Tennessee. Just just, yeah, it, it, not, not a whole lot going on with well, that there's right one, there. There's one storyline there is that Kenny Britt's out for the season. Kenny Britt is out for the season. Every receiver. See, when you get in trouble, that stuff come back to get you. <laughs> when you get in trouble on the offseason consistently, Maybe that's his punishment. Do so you think it's karma he, that he blew his ACL out? I don't know. Could be. I don't Could know. Be. I got to do reading more. I got to do more research on Either karma. Either way, that that team is in trouble now. Chris Johnson, who I've... Well, Chris Johnson just, you know, he didn't... Um, Chris Johnson, let me see what, how many yards. He well, had he 13 the, for 21 yards. That's not Chris Johnson. That's not him. He didn't have camp. What's helping these guys out right now is having Matt Hasselbeck. Uh-huh. Uh, he's buying this guy some time to get in football shape. He's buying his time for his offensive line to know where Chris Johnson is going to be. Right. Uh, they did have a lot of changes in the offseason. Vince Young is gone. Um, the head coach, um, he's Jeff, gone. Fisher. Jeff Fisher is gone. Yeah. Uh, they got a lot of new guys out there, and they didn't have a whole lot to get prepared for a whole lot of time, as did everyone else. You know, with a small mini camp, we had the CBA going on in the offseason. But they buying Chris Johnson some time to get in the floor thing, get it through camps. And I think one or two weeks that we probably see the Chris Johnson we accustomed to. I don't think he has any excuses. I mean, look at look at the numbers that all the other running backs are putting up. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't being a whiny little baby, he'd be working out, he'd be doing his sprints, he'd be doing he'd be doing his um, conditioning. So when he did get the contract, he'd be ready to go. Look at Darren McFadden. You think he you think he took the summer off? No. Yeah, he was in camp. Chris Johnson was in camp. And what was he whining well, about? Well, about his contract. He should be. He should have been working his booty off. Yeah, he was. Get. But he can't. You can. You can work off the off season. But I think the best work is when you're working with your team. I think he should have. Could have been in camp. He forfeited a year for not showing up when yeah. they were supposed to show right. up. Right. So it wasn't a real big thing about how many years I'm gonna play in the National Football League. It's about I'm playing for this amount. I've done this. I. I Maybe he was whining, but I'm a fan of these guys getting their contracts. When right. you look at the uh, owners, they got more businesses out there. Some of these owners got on two and three professional teams. Right. Um, but you got to get into football shape. You, he can work out all he want by himself or with somebody else. But until you work out your team, that continuity is not there. That that camaraderie is not there. So you come in, you behind the eight ball when you come in, and, and we'll see. Yeah, we'll see in two weeks. Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings. Oh. Uh, Real quick on that one, we got to go. Let's go real quick. I think this defense, um, Minnesota Vikings team, they're letting our offense down. The offense, first first half, they're putting up 50 something points. Yeah. Second half of the game, they're giving up like 60, 70 something points. Yeah. And it's crazy when you have the lead and you're going in halftime, it's 20 to 0. They come back, uh, Detroit Lions, who I think is a pretty good team, they have all, they've come behind twice this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put up 26 points. That, I mean, uh, the Vikings have had uh, double-digit leads in the first half of each game, and not in their own three. Yeah, well, I, I don't start pointing the finger at Donovan because there's not a whole lot of he can do. They need to run the ball more. Uh, let's let's talk about this when we come back, and we are, and we are breeze through the rest of the NFL. Hey, this is Juan Malas Sports Talk with Alex Clancy in the studio. We'll be back in two minutes.
internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. What does building a family mean to you? Nobody has experienced the pain and joy of family life in a way that Freddie Scott has. And his experiences in life, in sports, and business can help you create a successful family future. We'll cover many aspects of family building and management with a focus on fatherhood. Men and women want their families to succeed during these tough times. Our show will give you hope for the future and practical tools for a successful family. Tune in to The Freddie Scott Show, tackling the game of life, Mondays at Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Sports. This Is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional, take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Kwame Sports Talk. We are live in uh, Tempe, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. We're live all across the world, actually. This is a global show. Uh, and we got Alex Clancy in the studio. Yo. We also got a special guest. We were talking about the... Um, Football across the board, but I want to get into some uh, Buffalo Bills real quick because I got a call on line that's made plays since he's been in the league. Uh, the guy's a pretty good corner. When I say pretty good corner, he's going on to his ninth season. Uh, he's a Buffalo Bills. He had an interception in the game against the Buffalo Bills and the uh, New England Patriots, which was an outstanding game. Let's welcome to the show, Alex, uh, Drayton Florence. Drayton. What's going on? How you guys doing? Pretty good, man. Thanks for calling in. No problem, man. Let, let me ask you about this, this Buffalo Bills. And then you got a lot of guys out there. What what is the is the confidence level that high where you guys are playing? At, I, I know you coming back the game before the New England Patriots. You come back from the uh, Raiders game, uh, but it looks like you guys never feel you are out of a football game. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, going into it, you know, you always want to start fast, but you know, these last two ball games, we found ourselves being down at halftime and. You know, having to go in and, and refocus and make those halftime adjustments, and uh, you know, come out and you know, be victorious in the in the third and fourth quarter, and that's what we've been able to do these past two weeks. Obviously, it's not how we want to start, but uh, you know, being three and zero after the third game of the season, we're we're right on pace. Well, Drayton, you guys you guys destroyed Kansas City. That's that was probably a payback game for the head coach uh, when he was there two years ago. <laughs> but that was you guys destroyed those guys. Came back and had an outstanding win at home against the uh, Oakland Raiders. Uh, the game that was impressive was the one you guys just played against the New England Patriots. And you had in the past three games you've had two interceptions. You made a big play last week, uh, returning a touch interception for a touchdown. Uh, with Chan gaining the confidence level. Are you around Fitzpatrick a lot? Because 
he's becoming the next thing uh, as far as those quarterbacks. He's getting to that lead category with uh, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, uh, you know, Peyton Manning, those guys. Is his confidence their level? He's just a humble guy because he's, he's from Arizona. He's from Mesa High School. Yeah, he's a, um, you know, Fish Patrick a, is a good guy, man. He, he reminds me a lot of Drew Brees. Uh, you know, he's a hard worker, uh, true pro. He's coming in day in and day out. And, you know, he's, he's in control of the offense right now. Uh, you look at the Oakland Raiders game and you look at the New England Patriots game and we got to go down and score. And, uh, you know, we got to go score right now and he's in control of the offense. Uh, spreading the ball around to the open guy, uh, letting the coverage uh, depict where he's going to throw the ball. And, you know, it's been good for us. The tight end has been playing good for us, Scott Chandler. And, uh, you know, the guys on the outside have been catching a lot of balls. And as long as we can continue to score 30 points in this league, yeah. uh, we'll win a lot of games. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. We we got Alex in here, so Alex may have something for you as well. Yeah, I got a question for you. Um, coming out of Tuskegee, uh, I think it's a D2 school, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick coming out of Harvard, um, how mentally tough do you really have to be in this tough league? I mean, I know that I know you shined in college and everything, but coming from D two instead of D one, I mean, I'm sure there were a lot of naysayers. How, how did you deal with that? Uh, well, it's going to be naysayers regardless. Um, you know, first round pick to an undrafted rookie free agent. Um, you know, just coming into this league, the one thing you want to do is earn respect, and uh, you know that goes you know by being a true pro week in and week out, preparing for your opponent. And, uh, you know, just making plays on Sunday. So, you know, we use that as fuel, uh, as motivation. You know, everybody on this team is, it's a blue collar team. Everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. We all got something to prove. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to go out and get respect. That's all we're trying to do each, each and every week. I, I tell you one of the things I do know about, uh, Drayton. Um, when he came into this league, you know, he has all the talents, he had everything. That's why he got drafted where he did. He had all the upside to be a starter right away. Um, but what he did do was learn. He was humble. He came in. Uh, that he watched. He learned from these guys that was playing already. Uh, I think that's one of the keys, and that's how he's going into this ninth year already. Probably would probably five more to play Drayton if you want to. Uh, it don't look like you slowed down any. I know you came out of college. You was one of those top guys, and we used to race in uh, well, you guys used to race when we was in uh, San Diego. Um, he was one of the fastest guys there, and you could talk about uh, uh, Quentin Jammer, and, and we had a lot of fast guys on that team, but. After the, after practice, they would take off their shirts and they would run, and they would, Drayton was always right there. So, um, and and that's good, man. That's how you come into the league. And I I know you. What, what are you doing to help all of those young guys that's coming in there? Teach them the game right away. Don't come in here with all that loud talking, thinking you should be playing. Of course, maybe you should be playing, but you got to learn the game first. In college, there's a different mentality. You got four or five guys that's just as good as you are. But when you come into the league, a lot expected of you, and you have 11 guys on the field that can play ball. Exactly. Uh, you know, I, when I came in, uh, obviously, you know, watching the older veterans, you know, the guys that have been playing five and six, seven years, you you watch and you see how those guys stick around and stay in the league. And, um, you know, it's all about taking care of your body in the off season. Obviously, this off season we had was, was different than the other ones. Right. In the past, uh, you know, it was a little uncertainty. So, you know, guys, you just got to take care of yourself in the off season and, uh, you know, stay healthy. But coming in this game, it's a lot to learn about, uh, you know, route concepts, formations, because football hasn't changed. It's not going to change. And, uh, you know, the quicker you can hone in on that, you know, the easier it is to go out and play. I, I would say now in my ninth year, I'm 
playing off of, uh, you know, maybe 10% of my physical athletic ability and the rest of it is, is the mental part of the game. Yeah, that's that's definitely where it is. And that's how you hang around. Take care of your body. The uh, offseason wasn't what it been in the past. You had to rush. You had to, didn't have that camaraderie, that continuity practice with your team. But mentally, you can play the game. And mentally, that's how long. That's how you stay around. There's not a lot of guys that's physically stronger or faster than you. Or maybe there's some guys that are, but your knowledge of the game keeps you in the game. Um, and, and that's great. Always do that. Always teach those young guys. That's how you do it once you learn this game in the National Football League. Uh, you guys have a Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to let you go because I don't want to hold you long. I know this is your off day on Tuesday, uh, so I'm going to let you get out of here. But uh, you guys got Cincinnati Bengals. We both think you guys before be 4-0, but I don't want to – I don't like the jinx stuff. Anything can happen. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams out there that – do not practice to lose football games, but I think you guys are headed in the right direction. Uh, so we'll definitely be cheering on you. But one more thing, man, you got a foundation. Uh, what are you guys doing in, uh, through your foundation, and, and how can we help out, man? Uh, well, I started the foundation, um, you know, back in '05, uh, my second year in uh, San Diego. Right. And um, you know, this year, uh, the mission is still the same: to um, motivate, educate, and stimulate. Um, you know, young kids in the community, my my hometown, Ocala, Florida, and now where I play at in Buffalo. And uh, this year we're doing something special for the uh, military families uh, that may have a parent overseas or both parents may be overseas. Uh, this holiday, uh, we have a we have a Christmas holiday program for those kids that you know may have a parent that's overseas serving our country right now. And uh, the way you can guys can support is I have a raffle going on, and the website is www gamedayraffle29.com where you can go in and um, you know for $10 you can enter a chance to win two two tickets to our game versus the Eagles uh, October I believe it's October the 9th home game and uh, you know we'll pay for a round trip airfare two game tickets and uh, you know hotel accommodations by confidence and suites and the money is going to go to that uh, Christmas program for those military kids that you know, may have a parent overseas serving our country right now. Okay, that sounds to me. I appreciate your work on and off the field. Uh, let me get the website again, www.gamedayraffle29.com. Okay, well, we'll keep posting that, man. We'll... Uh, and anytime you want to come on, like I said, we global, man. You don't, you can call in and say, this is what I got going on. You can... However you want to do it, just... If you want to get the word out, just come on on here, show, man. We'll put it out there for you. You don't have to stay long. Like I said, this is your off day. I appreciate you calling in, man. You're still one of my favorite guys when you uh, came to San Diego. Uh, just because how you approach the game and your mentality that you should be playing. But you know the politics involved with it. I'm glad you're in the right place and you're making all the plays you need to do for your team to be successful, man. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me on, Kwame. Hey, anytime. Hey, we, we, we with the Bills now, man. We go Bills. <laughs> yeah, good luck all on right. Sunday. All right, buddy. I'll be checking you out. Thank you. That's Drayden Florence, Buffalo Bills cornerback, uh, playmaker. This guy, like I said during the interview, man, this guy came into the league. He was humble, but he does have that uh, mentality where I should be playing. And if you, you, you have to have it coming into this league. Uh, he's a funny guy. He, he liked to laugh and joke. I know I played with him in San Diego. Um, but he's that guy. It's no secret why he's still in the league because he just stated that physically you come in, you compete with anybody, but mentally – um, you have to stay into the game, and that's how you get those years. So we want to welcome, uh, thank J- Drayton Florence, Buffalo Bills cornerback, uh, for being on the show. Uh, Alex, what you think of him? 
Sounds pretty humble, man. I mean, he could have been. He, yeah, he sounds like a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Let's he just went pit six on Tom Brady, and he. Yeah. He he picked six a lot of people, but yeah. uh, that was a big. That, time. that must that feel big. a little bit better. Yeah, it does. To go against Tom. Yeah, come it on. It does. Anytime or you Peyton, get, come on. Anytime you get one like Peyton, Troy, I mean, those guys, mm -hmm. it, it feels, the interceptions feel a lot better. You got yeah. a different, you got a different wall. Feel it. Uh, 49er Bengals, we got three minutes to break. Uh, 49er and the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm, I'm a little. It's a sad game. It, it was a sad game, but the, the 49ers, two and one, didn't score to the third quarter, and that was a field goal. Then they put 10 points up mm -hmm. at, uh, the fourth quarter. Cincinnati, man, they just don't have what it takes. Why don't they just get something for the quarterback, get some draft picks, get some free agencies in? Uh, Dalton's not playing bad, but no, Dalton, not. Dalton doesn't have enough to win those games. Like he should have, like he should have uh, the 49ers. He doesn't have enough or no enough to win those games. Uh, and then they got the Buffalo Bills coming in, who's the, probably the hottest team along with the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, but this could be this could be a winning combination a couple years down the road with him and AJ Green because he's he showed himself at TCU. He he's got talent. They're not letting him throw the ball. He's throwing he's throwing eight ten yard passes. He's always eight for thirteen for fifty five yards. Like it's not, he's not he can air the ball. He played for TCU. Right. They put up points. Yeah. And AJ Green is probably the best receiver, uh, the best rookie receiver this year. Between uh, Julio Jones. Yeah, but I mean, I think everybody's saying that Julio is the sexy pick, the yeah. pick because he's taller. But AJ Green, AJ Green made a lot of big plays in that game too. Yeah, it's just unfortunate they don't have enough to be. I mean, they, Cincinnati didn't score. They scored three points and then they didn't score again to the fourth quarter, and that was five points. Yeah, and that this is a baseball score. This was a high baseball score, thirteen eight. <laughs> There's yeah. two sloppy teams, uh, two sloppy baseball teams, 13-8. Um, all right, let's go. We, we talked about the uh, the Giants. Let's talk about the Giants and the Eagles. What you think of this uh, two minutes before break, about a minute and a half? Um, did you hear the that Vic say he's not getting the calls? Other quarterbacks yep. were saying. I've read through the lines, and that's what it sounded like. He's not getting the calls. Vic is a different guy, um, but I did see some other quarterback getting hit late. So I guess they make not making that call uh, lead wide. Yeah, uh, it, it's tough. It's tough to fishy at Michael Vick and people like him. He shouldn't have been playing anyway, uh, in my opinion. Right. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I, no, I agree. I mean, the only thing that, that kept ringing in my head is that without Michael Vick, this team is average at best. Because you need a quarterback. I mean, we'll see if, when Vince Young comes back if he can actually run this team. But with um, with Kafka, it's not going to happen. No, Kafka's not gonna be able to get it done because I've, I'm watching him throw the ball to the ground. But that's their backup, Vince Jones. It's tough out. for him. I mean, he's he was the third string to start the year. Okay. All right, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about some baseball. But I'm gonna give you all the rundown on the scores. Uh, uh but we're gonna get into some baseball and a few other things as well. Uh, again, we had Drayton Florence, cornerback for the Buffalo Bills, playmaker, uh, on the show. We thank him for calling in, spending a little time on his day off. But we'll be back in a minute. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listen to Sports Talk at the Positive Pub every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Gil Tyree talks to sports newsmakers, playmakers, and story breakers. You, the hardcore, interactive, and novice fan, can join the show via your phone calls and emails. Sample what's good, right, and positive about the world of sports every week. Begin your week in a positive way with Sports Talk from the Positive Pub. Be here every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Coast to coast instrumental. Oh, are we back? Hey, welcome back to Pump Life Sports Talk. Yeah, host. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I like my music loud in my ear. I just like a quiet storm. I couldn't even understand that. Hey, we had, we had Drayton Florence on, but let's talk a little bit about the foundation real quick. Um, for everyone out there listening, go to Drayton Florence uh, Foundation. It was www dot game day raffle twenty nine dot com uh it's a chance to win some two tickets to the buffalo game when they play the eagles uh check out the website there's a lot of things coming on i know uh john missiles already bought his ticket has his receipt uh i'm going to do the same thing i don't know if alex is well, you know i will alex going to do it so we're going we're going to support drayton what he's do, doing because it, it is a good cause a lot of parents that are overseas fighting for what we able to do and uh, leaving their kids behind. So um, check out the website, www.gamedayraffle29.com. That's Drayton Florence. Let me let me finish up this football stuff, man. You you stop me, because we want to get into some baseball. You stop me when there's a game that's interesting to you. Miami Dolphins, 16. Cleveland Browns, 17. I'm impressed with uh, what they're doing over there now, what Colt McCoy is doing over there oh, across yeah. the team. They yeah. could easily be that 3-0 and team like Buffalo is. Um, but they lost to the Tennessee. I think it was no, it wasn't the Tennessee Titans. They lost. Who's their first game they played? Uh, but they that was a game. Oh, the, Bengals. Since they played the Bengals. Since not the Bengals, the first game they played, mm-hmm. and they lost at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they could easily be two and one. They beat Miami, who's uh, Sperano is probably going to be fired in the next two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jaguars ten, Panthers sixteen. Uh, Cam Newton gets his first win, but I was it was good to see Blaine Gabbard in there. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a messy game. The weather was bad, so they did. We came through for 158 in touchdowns, no interceptions, so he didn't get to throw for 400 yeah, plus they shots. Got the win, they so got the win. They got the win. You know, he still has the old guy Stewart. These was these were, these were good numbers, running records, uh, running rushing yards, 10 for 59 um, in that game. Maurice Jones drew. I don't know what they do with this guy. You get rid of a guy like Maurice Jones, he's the only thing there. Uh-huh. 
He had 24 carries for 122 yards. That's outstanding. Yeah. That's outstanding. I don't know how he puts it up every week when they are run first. Right. And everybody knows it, and he doesn't really have a solid backup, so he's the workhorse, and he never gets hurt. He's missed like two games his whole career. Yeah, he he's one of those guys that never get hurt, but he's he may be that guy that could have played 12 years to end up playing 10 years yeah. because yeah. Cause of that pounding takes sure. his hold at the end of the day. He's a big boy. But you got uh, Ron Rivera, who's a defensive coordinator. My, his mindset is defense. I don't know how you let this guy run up run on you. He's that good. I think he's that good. But you don't have a quarterback that can pass the ball. You got two, who was it, McCown? Yeah, Luke McCown. Luke McCown, and you got Blaine Gabbert, who's, I mean, they both young in and in a and they own right. McCown doesn't have a lot of reps under his belt. But and then you got Blaine coming out of college last year. So you stop the run first and make those young guys beat you as far mm-hmm. as the pass. New York Jets lose a this was a good game. They lose to the Raiders in Oakland, thirty four twenty four. Raiders. Yeah, this was a good game. Um another game ball that you can give uh is McFadden, nineteen carries He's so for hundred and seventy one yards, two touchdowns. He's so fast. Like he was hurt. Well, this is he was how hurt he last year, and yeah. he didn't have a great uh, rookie year. But you, you remember how fast he is now when he was at Arkansas, just right. wrecking people. And this is what he did in Arkansas. And this is say the Oakland Raiders, they draft speed. You can be a halfway decent guy, but they draft speed. And don't you see it paying off for him now? Because oh, everybody man. on their team is pretty, pretty much. Quick I mean, even or Michael fast. Bush. Michael Bush could be a starting running back for Anybody. some teams. Yeah, probably uh, 15 teams in this league, but they beat uh, the. Uh, Rob Ryan or Rex Ryan and his uh, New York Jets, and the Jets it doesn't get easy for these guys. They got they at Baltimore uh, next October the second, mm-hmm. so they at Baltimore for that game. Raiders uh, have the New England Patriots coming in. That that's gonna be an awesome game. That's gonna be a test to Who see if these guys we would are ever say that in, in the last you know seven or eight years. But the Raiders sitting two and one got the Buffalo coming in at the Buffalo. I mean, I'm sorry, at the New England coming in at the New England lose to Buffalo. Uh, the Jets got to go to Baltimore after getting smashed. Not smash after beating after the Raiders beat them by ten. <laughs> All right, Kansas City Chiefs. You think their season is over pr- pretty much? Yeah, that's pretty sad over there. Kansas City Chiefs. Well, it was you know it's an AFC game, so it may be this close, but they don't have enough. The uh, Philip Rivers and the Chargers beat uh, Matt Castle seventeen for twenty four for one hundred and seventy six yards, two touchdowns. Those are not good numbers. Mm-hmm. Those like Blaine Gabbert should have those numbers. Uh, but they saw something in this guy when Tom Brady went down to New England, signed him to a long term deal, which was. He had a defense in New England. Uh-huh. Well, they had a defense last year but, in but, Kansas City, but... Yeah, they lost all it. They, well, they lost... Well, Eric Berry's Berry. out for the year. He's gone. Yeah. Uh, Lamar yeah. Charles is gone. Yeah. He's gone, which is one of the best backs in his league. Yeah. Uh, Phil River, he, he's I don't doing... Know, something's wrong. Well, the coach may have an ego problem because he... Charlie Weiss is gone. You know, um, the head coach for the Buffalo Bills was the office coordinator... Two years ago, then Charlie Weiss came in. Charlie Weiss decided to leave and go to Florida, University of Florida. So you can't, as a head coach, you got to be more of a delegate. You can't be have your hands in everything. The people you hire, trust them to do their job. Mm-hmm. So they get smashed up or beat up by the San Diego Chargers 20 to 17. Arizona Cardinals 10, Seattle Seahawks 13. The Arizona Cardinals sitting there one and two, and I can't figure this out. Um, they had plenty of opportunities to run away in this division, in this weak division. Why are you playing to the level of competition? Then they got New, New, the New York Giants coming in next week. You can't oh. keep playing to this level of competition. They lost last week to Washington when everybody else in the division lost. They played Seattle yesterday, um, Sunday, I'm saying. It's, inex- it's inexcusable what happened. Well, they're sitting one and two, and I'm trying to figure out what's this defense. Why they didn't blitz these guys? They couldn't stop the run as well. I, yeah, people... 
you got to understand there's going to be growing pains with this team. I mean, and, 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 and this is just the beginning of the year of a new, brand new team. Right. Mashawn uh, Lynch had uh, 19 carries for a 73 yard. That's an effort to run the ball. But there was a lot of stuff. Um, there were a lot of tackles he was breaking. And not to mention the backup running back. And we had Chester Taylor start the game. But then Smith got more plays in the game. He had 17 for 54. or Yeah, 54. That's not a legitimate effort to run the football. Mm-mm. And you're not playing from behind. The score was 10-13. You're not playing from behind. Cobb had to throw the ball 39 times, and he did throw an interception, one touchdown. Larry Fitzgerald, who they gave $120 million to in the second half, was thrown at twice yeah. for incomplete passes. Yeah. Um, well, and the other thing is that Beanie Wells was out, so it doesn't really open up the, the passing game if you don't have anything going on in the running game. Oh. Well, Beanie Wells got to stop being injured. Uh, enough is enough. Well, enough I think, enough. I think he was injured. precautionary. Precautionary? That's what you. That's what you go to college for. But it, it, it's <laughs> <laughs> you go to college. It's a hamstring. You can't mess with a hamstring. Beanie Wells is always hurt. Yeah. And I, I'm, I want to get Beanie Wells on this show because it just seemed like he's always hurt. And they say he didn't miss any games in college. Well, he didn't play in any games in college. Uh, he started the game, but he didn't finish the games. So that's just like missing games to me. You just want to have your start record intact, which is crazy. Hey, another team that I, you know, that's disappointing is the St. Louis Rams. They got thrashed by the Baltimore Ravens, who Baltimore Ravens lost the week before to yeah, the th- Tennessee th- Titans. Yeah. So they had to come back. The same thing that the um, when the Pittsburgh Steelers lost to the Baltimore Ravens, they came back and smashed Seattle, which the Cardinals should have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. But the Baltimore Ravens beat the St. Louis Rams by 30 points. They are 0-3 right now. The game was over in the first quarter. Definitely. It was a 27. At going into half, it was 27-zip. Yeah, the receiver nobody's ever heard of. Three touchdowns and 140 yards receiving in the first quarter. On his three receptions. Yeah. That's, is that's, that's got to be some type of record. Uh, it's three something. receptions, three touchdowns. First time you ever play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty crazy. good. That's a pretty good start. But Baltimore, you know, we talked about the Ravens, and we talked about the Jets uh, going there, uh, playing Baltimore. Uh, this week coming up, uh, the Rams have Washington. Um, it's going to be tough for the Rams. They 0-3. Steven Jackson's out with the hamstring. We just got finished talking about the hamstring, but he's a workhorse. Yeah. He's all they've had. With Beanie, Beanie Wells is not all the Cardinals had. Um, it's unfortunate that uh, Williams went down. The draft pick from Virginia uh-huh. Tech went yeah. down. That messed up their running game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got you got guys over there that should be able to get it done. You got an offensive coordinator over there who's offensive minded, or the head coach who's offensive minded. You got to be able to get it done. Find a way to get it done. They sitting one and two. Um, St. Louis ran zero and three. The Cardinals could have took control of this division early. Super Bowl champs Green Bay Packers twenty seven, Bears seventeen. They got to keep Jay Cutler up. Mm-hmm. Jay Cutler is still one of the better quarterbacks, but he just doesn't have enough around him. They could have had this could have been a 24-27 game. That punt return got called back. That was uh-huh. an excellent punt return. Yeah. That was excellent. That that fooled me watching that game. I'm thinking uh Devin Hester's getting the ball. Johnny Knox is going down the sideline with the ball. That was an excellent um, play in that football game. But Aaron Rodgers, 297 yards, three touchdowns. He gets it done in Green Bay. He gets it done in Green Bay. And they have Denver coming up next, Chicago versus Carolina. That will be a good game. Should be. Atlanta Falcons lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Everybody thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wasn't going to be what they're supposed to be like. They wasn't. They didn't win 10 games last year. Yeah, the, One of my best friends is a Falcons fan, and I didn't call him on Sunday. Yeah, you, rub, <laughs> you didn't want to rub it in his face. No, they just, there's, it's inexcusable how, how poorly they're playing. Yeah, it is, with all, with all that talent. And then they got to fly out to Seattle. 
They it's take tough. That. I mean, it's they have to throw the ball down the field. They they, they drafted who they they gave away draft pick after draft pick to get Julio Jones to throw the ball down the field. And Matt Ryan's not throwing the ball down the field. And you got to take but some. Until pro- last game they were, but before that they were. I thought I'm with you. I thought this draft pick of Julio Jones to go with uh, who's Roddy, the, White. Roddy, Roddy White. Yeah. What's going to take a lot of pressure off uh, Turner? Michael Turner is still running the ball like he he had 20 yards, rushed 11 <laughs> times for 20 yards. <laughs> yeah. That that's, that shouldn't happen. That that shouldn't happen. He's one of the better backs. Uh, he can carry the load for the team, but you got to take some pressure off him. Matt Ryan has to do a better job at his quarterback position. He did throw for 330 yards, no touchdowns, no touchdowns. This was a uh, no, he had one, no, he one had touchdown. One touchdown. Yeah, he yeah, had you're one. Right, you're right, you're right. Uh, but Freeman, look, <laughs> look at Freeman yards. He's 22 for 32, 180 yards, yeah, and they win. And they win. That that is. Terrible. Yeah, Legarrette Blunt ran the ball, I think, uh, 24 times. For 81 yards. Yeah, I mean, and he's a workhorse. You know, they're a working man's team, and they're getting it done. They just get it done. And, it's and ugly every time. Roddy White had uh, 140 yards. Yeah, he's oh. on my fantasy team. Didn't yeah. help. It didn't help any because they oh. lost the game? Uh, no, I, the rest of my team sucked it up. Oh, okay. Pittsburgh Steelers, the, I thought this, this was, was be, the one. I thought this was going to be a blowout. Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore, Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to say the Baltimore Colts. Yeah, that, that's a little bit old. Yeah, because they snuck out of town. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers and Indianapolis Colts, this, this game came down to it. 23-20, Pittsburgh ended up pulling out, and Pittsburgh is at Houston, who's still a good team, who just lost to New, England, uh, New Orleans Saints. If they play in the Indianapolis Colts like this, it's going to be a good game in Houston. Well, here's the thing. This is after watching this game, I kind of took the whole weekend into into account, and you're going to see a changing of the guard really soon because Pittsburgh's getting old. I've said it, it that. Just, yeah, but but they've always been able to handle it because Mendenhall's young, yeah, and they have Mike Wallace who's young. Um, but that defense is lacking. Polamalu's lost a step. They're just not. They're not what they were, even though they got to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, they are. I, I would say I can. I, I see where you're coming from. They are getting old, um, but they based off intimidating people defensively. Um, I think um, uh, Ben Roethlisberger is still is still one of those stronger quarterbacks. He break away from tackles. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of times he should have been down. Yeah, no, he's break sure. away from tackles. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how this pans out um, with these teams, the changing the guards, as you say. Uh, who's going to take the lead? Maybe Buffalo. I mean. I don't know. We let's take a break. We going. Right. We going to baseball. This right. we definitely going to baseball when all we come right. back. All right, all right. Hey, it's Quam Live Sports Talk with Alex Clancy in the studio. We'll be back in about two minutes. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Spin it with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin it old school, which gives a back in the day approach from Chuck. A no spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck. Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Welcome to Inside the Trenches, everyone, the interactive show that is sweeping across the nation here on Voice America Sports Simply with your host, 12-year pro football veteran, yes, of course, the voice of America, R. Cal Trula. We're bringing it to you. The day starts at noon, and so does Inside the Trenches, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, bringing you the ins and outs, letting you know what's going on in and around sports and also in and around your neck of the woods. So if you want to be on the show and you want to be a part of the show, simply go to InsideTheTrenches.com and let's make this thing happen for you, the interactive show that is sweeping across the nation, Inside the Trenches, your show. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live in Arizona as well as across the world. Hey, I'm Formula. We got Alex Clancy in the studio. He likes to stare at me when I do my safety sports. <laughs> hey, hey welcome back that. to. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get into some baseball, but I want you to check out www. Game Day Raffle dot, um, well, GameDayRaffle29.com. That's Drayton Florence Foundation, cornerback for the Buffalo Bills, 3-0 and Buffalo Bills, who just beat the New England Patriots, and they're going to Cincinnati this week to become 4-0. Hey, check that out. Check out his website. Uh, it's only a $10 donation, and you get a chance to win tickets to the Philadelphia game and, and do a lot of things with Drayton over, out there in Buffalo, and they're flying you out of there. So good stuff. I'm going to get my ticket today. Let's get into some baseball. Also, uh, uh, yourclearedge.com, Deborah Debris, uh, check that out. Uh, energyforceonline.com, check those out. Uh, check out the fan page, and we'll get back with you. You may be a winner. You, you can be a winner all around on the Kwame Sports Talk with Alex Clancy in the studio. Mm-hmm. Hey, the Diamondbacks, Arizona Diamondbacks, we can talk a lot about these guys, but there's a, there's a good race going on to see who they play first. And yeah. I know you've been watching a lot of baseball, so you got the uh, – I know an interesting, interesting one is uh, the Boston Red Sox and the uh, Orioles coming up, but you got the Atlanta and the St. Louis finding out who's if Atlanta can hold on. It's tough, you know. I, uh, the Red Sox have imploded. They're six and seventeen in September. This is just not something that an elite, quote unquote, elite team does. It's just, but once you start losing, we talked about this a few weeks ago when with the, the Diamondbacks. Yeah, it's just once you start losing, it doesn't matter who you play. I mean, they've lost to uh, Baltimore several times. They lost to the Blue Jays. They lost to teams that are just out of it. And, and, and the Rays have their number on top of all of it. So it'll be interesting. I mean, they're tied with two games to play. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. It, it is. And, and Pujol, well, they had a chance to win that game against the uh, Houston Astros. They had a chance to win that. Uh, it went 10 innings. Uh, this guy just, you know, he couldn't. they were squeezing. They was, this came down to coaching. Uh, I think they hit two bunch, two squeeze plays that they couldn't capitalize on, uh, so they end up losing that game after the Atlanta Braves lost their game. So they had a chance to get up on them, like you said. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how this all pans out. It may come down to a one-game playoff if they, uh, you know, and that'd be interesting if that's happened before quite a few times. Both teams tired and it come down to a one-game playoff just to get into the wild card. Mm-hmm. So we see it, but we, it's all about the Arizona Diamondbacks with us, really. Yes, sir. And then you got Milwaukee, so I don't know. Milwaukee's already in there. They've clinched first, right, yeah, over the whole National League. Well, yeah, they're um they've they've clinched a playoff spot. They haven't clinched uh, home field. Home so field. and they're the the D-backs are um a game back again with two to play. So it'll be um it's gonna be interesting. I mean, the way they clinched on Friday was was great. You know, it, they could have limped in. It, they could have limped in, but they they swept uh the um the uh, uh San, they swept San Francisco. Yeah, and um. The the best win. Ian Kennedy was starting on Saturday, the day after they clinched. Right. And we were trying to see, you know, should should they sit them? Should they wait? But they they won home field. They rocked the Giants, fifteen to two. 
which was big. It's like, you know what, we're here, we're going to run this right into the playoffs. And you know what, they got to take that type of momentum. It, it felt like uh, when they were celebrating, when they clinched and it's the celebration, it felt, like, it felt like 10 years ago. You remember they won the World Series? It felt like that. It looked, at, looked like that atmosphere. I was sitting at a bar watching that, um, and it just looked, it almost felt like the whole the whole city, the whole state of Arizona was behind these guys. Mm-hmm. And I still think you need to definitely get out there and support these guys when playoff time come around. Uh, but it just felt good to see those guys celebrating and winning. you got to pitch Ian Kennedy. I don't know if you sit him down. he got to stay fresh. You don't want him sitting mm-hmm. there. Imagine how long he'll sit before the playoffs come. And then you want to say, well, we're getting him some rest. But he got to stay on top of his game. got to stay on top of his stuff. With a 21-game winner this uh-huh. year, which is outstanding. That's what it's going to take to win games, uh, to get in the playoffs, good pitching, and a good supporting cast. Ian Kennedy does an excellent job this year. Diamondbacks won 93 games. And they they out there with the Dodgers right now, who's won 81. We thought the Dodgers may fold <laughs> by uh, <laughs> mid by mid season, um, but that's good stuff. That Arizona Diamondbacks clinch, and, we, and we'll see who they get to play, whether it be the Atlanta Braves or the Phillies. Actually, yeah, so, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. Who, I mean, which, I don't what, know. what did you take? Who you take? I don't know. You take you take you take the big boy first and knock him down, or I, you get to that you get to the chance to play the big boy in the NLCS. It, it, to me, it really doesn't matter. You got a lot of them play, but if somebody made me choose, I'm gonna go with Atlanta because they're limping in right now. Atlanta's got the Diamondbacks number, though. Yeah, but they're limping in right now, so they might That's have true. a they That's might true. have a breath of fresh air. But they're limping in right now, and you know why the Phillies are playing? Who know what kind of injury they might sustain? And give the Diamondbacks a chance. And you know, when you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. Uh, it just works out. Look at the World Series. Ten years ago, Arizona Diamondback. Mm-hmm. Uh, things just worked out for them. But I mean, also uh, on the flip side, Philly hasn't played a meaningful game. They will not have played a meaningful game in two weeks before the playoffs start. Somebody so game. that so that I mean that um, mental toughness might not be there. So who the who who the else? Depends on if the manager the manager got to keep these guys up there. Mm-hmm. The manager got to do that. Um, but these guys, um, they they played. They play ball. They've gotten it done. Uh, they they have that momentum. I just rather go against uh, if I had to the Atlanta Braves, who's limping into the playoffs, um, and it may be St. Louis Cardinals getting into the. That playoffs. would be bad. The, yeah, that would be bad. The St. Louis. Cardinals. I don't want to see Albert Pujols ever in the postseason, <laughs> ever. That that would not be good. Well, when you going into the playoffs, you feel like you have, the, especially how the uh, Diamondbacks got in. You feel like you got that confidence to go out there and just line them up. Let's pitcher on pitcher. Let's line them up. Just walk them. Just walk, just walk I mean, him every time. I wouldn't have a problem walking Pujols every time. He's you know, because that guy every time, at bad. He's a machine. Remember early in the year, he broke his wrist? Mm-hmm. This guy come back and still, like, it never like happened. two weeks. Never happened. Yeah. yeah. Two weeks. And he must, I don't oh, know what he did. That was gruesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, but it was his fault, too. He had the wrong foot on the bag, so he had to turn into the runner. So that was his fault. So he better have come back in two weeks. <laughs> What? <laughs> he better have come back in two weeks. You gotta, be, you gotta have the right foot on the bag, man. I know, I, I, know, oh, I got okay. it. No, no, I understand, but it's like, uh, yeah. Me, oh, all right, we talk baseball, man. <laughs> Let's, we got, we gonna stay on top of this though. We definitely gotta follow this, and it'll be interesting. Everything's gonna pan out within the week, so we'll know who's playing who, uh, what's what. There might be two playoff games on Thursday, two playoffs to get to the playoffs. Right, like, that's what I said. So, yeah, it could be, be St. Louis. Uh, no, it could be Atlanta, Atlanta, St. Louis, and St. Louis. So uh, we'll see. Hey, eight 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 three four six nine one four four. We got about two or three minutes left in the show. ASU, Arizona State, they beat Uf- USC in a game. This is a game the USC come in is ranked twenty third, uh, still ranked, even though this team on probation and this uh, 
crooked coach has those guys playing. Dennis Erickson had these guys on, on fire here at Sun Devil Stadium. Yeah. Um, I was kind of worried, though. The second play of the game, um, running back, uh, Cameron Marshall broke it off for 70-yard touchdown run. Um, it reminded me of um, the Florida-Ohio State uh, National Championship when Ted Ginn ran the opening kickoff back, and they didn't score again. That was it for him. And yeah. they didn't score again. So they lost 40-7 to or something. Right. This... I was I, everybody was going nuts where I was, but I'm like just chill. You know, this is USC. They're they uh, they've had Arizona State's number for a long time, right? And you know they well they just had better athletes. They, right, they recruit a lot better. You getting those guys from uh, California? That's what Miami did. They get keeping guys in state. If you keep your guys in state, stop letting all your um, high school All Americans go to USC. Stop letting them all go to uh, somewhere down in Florida or the SEC. It's, it comes down to recruiting. I think these guys that Erickson's playing with right now are the ones he recruited four years ago. So now they're understanding the system, uh, and they win in big games like that. Yeah, and unfortunately, they had to lose to Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. yeah, after beating Missouri, you lose to Illinois. Um, but we're going to stay on top of um, the ASU Sun Devils. Let me ask you about the new number one ranking with a minute and a half left. What, what do you think about it? Oklahoma, uh, LSU taking over? I think it's... Absolutely correct. Yeah, I would agree with you because they, how they did it, with all that nonsense coming in, and their backup quarterback and uh, backup quarterback. This is a real quarterback. This is a this real guy quarterback. is a real quarterback. You can do a whole lot. You don't have to adjust your offensive line and do a whole lot with this guy as far as the pass is concerned, too. Right. So. No, that's it's good. I mean, and they're by far the best team in college football right yeah, now. Yeah, and Alabama may have something to say about that down the road, but we we'll yeah. see. Yeah, and you got a the old ball coach out there. In South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I hope Boise State gets a chance. I hope. Me too. Two and three lose. Kellen Moore is a senior. Let him give him a chance. They're not give him a give chance. Him, they're not gonna give him a chance in that conference. But I, I'm I'm with you on that. Hey, we'll, hey any final words? Stevie Close enough. Wonder. That's your final words, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Hey, this is Formula <laughs> Sports Talk. We thank you guys for uh, joining us. Thanks, Drayton Florence, for calling in. Uh, go to the website. Check them out. It's a ten dollar donation. You got a chance to win quite a few things. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Check the fan page out. Woo! In my only worry was the risk was what would be my door. Even though we sometimes would not get a thing, we were happy with the joy the day would bring. Sneaking out the back. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.